Are you ready for a chilling tale of an unhinged college professor with a dark past? Hi, I'm Kim, and this is episode one of United Crimes of America. This week, I'm covering Amy Bishop and the University of Alabama in Huntsville shooting. Welcome to our first full-length episode of United Crimes of America. I'm so excited to be sharing this story with you today. I'll be going through each of the United States in alphabetical order through this podcast, and that means the first state on the list is Alabama. This story is pretty wild and has a bit of a crazy backstory, so buckle up. Before we get into the story itself, I wanted to share a little bit about where to find us on social media. You can follow on Instagram at United Crimes Pod. It's all one word. There, you'll find pictures pertaining to each episode and case that's covered, as well as exclusive behind-the-scenes content and podcast updates. I also want to mention that this is my very first time trying my hand at podcasting, and I expect that I will be learning a lot, especially in these first few episodes. I appreciate your patience and support as I adjust and grow. Now let's get into this case. Amy Bishop was an assistant professor in the biology department at the University of Alabama in Huntsville, or UAH, as I'll refer to it moving forward. She also was responsible for a mass shooting that killed three of her colleagues and wounded three more. At the close of a biology department meeting, Amy unexpectedly pulled out a 9mm Ruger handgun and opened fire on the room of her peers. But how did Amy get to this point? Let's dig a little deeper. Amy Bishop was born on April 24, 1965, in Iowa City, Iowa, to parents Judy and Sam Bishop. A year after Amy's birth, the family moved to Braintree, a suburb of Boston, Massachusetts, and soon after, Amy's brother Seth was born. At a young age, shy Amy showed an interest in science and music and reportedly had a close relationship with her younger brother. However, that all changed in the winter of 1986. On the afternoon of December 6, 1986, the Braintree police received a 911 call from a frantic Judy Bishop. Her daughter had just shot her son with the family's 12-gauge shotgun. The gun was purchased as protection due to a recent robbery, and 21-year-old Amy had apparently decided to load it that morning. She had learned to load the gun with Seth's help, but needed assistance in unloading it. Upon walking down the stairs to get help from her younger brother, the gun went off in their small kitchen and struck 18-year-old Seth point-blank in the chest, killing him. Amy fled the scene immediately, leaving her poor mother to call the police. Seth's shooting was ultimately declared an accident, and the family continued to live in the house, keeping Seth's bedroom intact as a relic to his living years. In spite of this horrific incident, Amy appeared to move on with her life. She consequently graduated from Northeastern University and began a PhD program in genetics at Harvard. In 1989, she married Jim Anderson and had four children with him, including a son whom she curiously named Seth, reportedly after her brother. 
Amy stayed active in motherhood and even managed to write several fiction novels during this time, although none were ever published. In 2003, the family relocated to Huntsville, Alabama, when Amy accepted a tenure-track job at UAH. Things seemed to look up for the family, as breadwinner Amy started collaborating with Jim on the invention of an automated cell incubator that was predicted to make great strides in the biological and medical research industries. However, Amy's focus increasingly centered on securing patents instead of publishing research papers. She was reportedly warned that this patent over publishing proclivity could eventually hurt her chances of receiving tenure, but she seemingly ignored those warnings. She was also allegedly a harsh critic to her students in the classroom, often making demeaning remarks to students in her classes while comparing them negatively to their peers at Harvard. Several students asked to transfer out of her classes or were kicked out by Amy herself. The longer Amy lived in Alabama, the more she began to isolate herself both physically and emotionally from her friends and family back in Massachusetts. She stopped returning phone calls and emails, and her behavior became increasingly erratic. When Amy's application for tenure was denied in 2009, she initiated a slew of appeals, even hiring a lawyer, but to no avail. According to at least one member of the biology committee, she was seen as, quote, crazy, and concerns about her mental health began to grow. Because her tenure was not approved, she was slated to end her teaching contract at UAH in spring 2010. She became increasingly fixated on the decision made by the tenure board to terminate her, which only exacerbated her erratic behavior. On February 12th, 2010, Bishop attended a routine biology department meeting and sat quietly through the standard proceedings. Although normally talkative during these meetings, Amy appeared to be, quote, brooding, according to at least one faculty member who was present. Since she would not be returning the following semester, much of the meeting's content was irrelevant to her, so that perhaps explains why she wasn't speaking much. As the meeting was coming to a close, Amy suddenly pulled out a handgun from her purse and shot biology department chair Gopi Podila in the head. She then proceeded to go down the row of professors seated at the table, shooting them execution style. Since all of Amy's immediate targets were seated across the oval-shaped table from her, the colleagues on Amy's side of the table were able to drop to the floor and hide underneath the table. Escape from the conference room was next to impossible as Amy was blocking the only exit. Right as Amy was about to finish off her remaining peers, a remarkable thing happened. The gun either jammed or ran out of bullets. As Bishop stopped, perplexed, to examine the gun and address the problem, biochemistry professor Deborah Moriarty, along with the other survivors, rushed toward Amy and succeeded in pushing her out of the room, locking the door behind them. Since she was now denied access to the conference room, Amy proceeded to clean herself up in a woman's restroom in the building, disposing of the gun in a trash can. She borrowed a student's cell phone to call her husband, Jim, to pick her up. Bishop was arrested outside the building a few minutes later. 
She was reportedly in a daze, and when asked about the incident, she was quoted as saying, it didn't happen. There's no way. Amy Bishop was charged with one count of capital murder and three counts of attempted murder. Initially, she pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity, but she ultimately pleaded guilty to all charges in 2012. Although the death penalty would typically be sought in a case of this magnitude, the family members of the victims petitioned against this, stating that while they had suffered greatly, the loss of another life would not ease their pain. Amy's lawyers accepted a plea deal, and she was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. She is currently serving her time at the Julia Tutwiler Prison for Women in Alabama. A memorial service for the victims was held at UAH shortly after the shooting. Close to 3,000 people attended to mourn the lives that were lost. The victims' names are as follows. Gopi Podila, Maria Ragland Davis, and Adriel D. Johnson, Sr. Among the injured were Luis Rogelio Cruz Vera, Joseph G. Leahy, and Stephanie Monticholio. The shooting at UAH prompted law enforcement to reopen the 1986 shooting death of Bishop's brother, Seth for which she was eventually indicted on a charge of first-degree murder. However, it was determined she would ultimately not be tried in the case. Norfolk, Massachusetts District Attorney Michael Morrissey explained, the penalty for a first-degree murder conviction is already in place. With a life without parole sentence in place, there is not an issue of public safety. And that is the unbelievable story of Amy Bishop and the shooting at the University of Alabama at Huntsville. Thank you so much for listening to my first episode of this podcast. And if you like what you heard, please feel free to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Don't forget to check out some photos pertaining to this case on our Instagram page. The handle again is United Crimes Pod. Stay tuned for next week's episode, which will be about the state of Alaska. See you next time.